Hello, you are listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with Janessa Staples. This is episode five of the podcast, and today we are going to have a guest. His name is Patrick, and he just published the book Mr. Pink last year, 2019. We're going to discuss what his book is about. We're going to discuss other projects that he is working on. And he gives some advice to writers. So I hope you enjoy. Mm-hmm. So first, I would like to start off with you introducing yourself. So, well, my name is Patrick Yatien, and uh, I was born in Sweden. Um, as a young person, I moved to England, some sort of half and half in a way. Um, at the moment, I live in Sweden and I work as a writer and I also work with young entrepreneurship, which means that uh, people of sort of like high school age get to start their own company. Okay. So mostly creative work. Okay, awesome. And you just published the book, Mr. Pink. Yes. Right. Would you like to talk about what that's about? Sure. Well, it all started with my best friend, Irina, who lives in Folkestone in England. Um, She got me into this Fifty Shades of Mm Grey. So uh, the first film we watched at her place on sort of like VCR. And um, the other two, I actually flew from Sweden to England to see the films at a cinema sort of made it like into an adventure. And then she said, why don't you write a book like Fifty Shades of Grey, but it's gay instead? And I thought about that for a while. And then when I sat in the car, I started thinking, oh, what would you call a, a gay Mr. Grey? And of course, Mr. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started writing. And um, first, I thought it was just going to be about, you know, sex, right, left and center. But then I thought, oh, how boring. So then I put in the aspects of that Mr. Pink is after revenge Mm -hmm. and uses sex as a way to get his revenge. And then during that journey, he meets a Swedish journalist who he falls for. And then he sort of has to start reevaluating which road he's going to take, basically. Mm -hmm. So you say it's based off of a true story. Is that, is that right? It's sort of like, um, yes, you can say that it's sort of like fact and fiction. So some things, uh, when you come to the end of the book, you get to realize why Mr. Pink is what he is and who he is. And that sort of end story is uh, a story I got told by a guy who I gymmed with. Okay. But then, of course, so it's taken from myself. It's taken from people I know, but I sort of, you know, twisted it and um, made it bigger, more dramatic, you could say. Yeah. Do they know that they are the people in the book? Mm, some do, some don't. Oh, I like that. <laughs> And so, basically, you talk about how he's kind of a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Have you had experience with a sociopath in real life? Yes. Uh, at least sociopath light. I think all people uh, encounter 
those kind of people. And those kind of people are usually in the position of being bosses and leaders for some reason. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's really interesting because I've definitely have encounters. I don't know about sociopaths, but definitely with like narcissists. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. they can definitely be a mind trip for sure. Yeah. So yeah. you have had that experience. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So you published this book in 2019? Yes. So is this... Uh, is go this... No, go ahead. No, I said... Um, well, um, it got... It was supposed to be ready at the end of September, but it was pushed forward to the end of October. And then I had a press release in Sweden just for the fun of it, basically, and make some network and contacts. And uh, my publisher has this that you can get it basically anywhere in the world through the internet. Mm-hmm. Amazon and God knows what. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good. I've been reading it. I'm about oh, of the way through. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is great. It is so good. The sex scenes are great because mm-hmm. you give great detail, but mm-hmm. you leave a little bit for the imagination, which is oh, really, really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're a great writer. You write beautifully. It's Thank some you. of the sentences, you're welcome. Some of the sentences I reread just because I'm like, wow, like this is so, this is beautiful. And the words you use, I just love it. I love your vocabulary. It's great. I love it. <laughs> oh, you. Give my ego a boost. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite part about writing this book? I think the psychology of it. Mm-hmm. I, I like um, to sort of think about what makes people tick, mm-hmm. what drives them. And that's what I do in real life as well. I sort of observe people and try to understand why they are the way they are and why they do the things they do and it's and how you also can push their buttons how you can manipulate them that's i find it really fascinating yeah i love that do you consider yourself an introvert <sighs> i think i'm an introvert who is forced to be an extrovert yeah, yeah, I feel the exact same way because I'm the kind of person like if I'm out and about, um, I would rather just like sit there and observe people mm-hmm. and listen to people's stories and try to figure them out. Um, yeah, but obviously being a writer, it seems as if we would be extroverts. Um, but I think yeah. it's just like, go ahead, sorry. Mm. No, but it's, I think as a writer, you are an observer in many ways. I think. Yeah. That's true. It's, it's almost like our job or like what our purpose is kind of forces us to be an extrovert, but mm. I feel most comfortable on my own being by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been writing for? Well, that's a sort of like a funny story. I started writing as a child. So mm-hmm. I was writing sort of like short stories. Um, but then it was just like a game something you played with it wasn't until I was I think between 25 30 that I realized you could have it as a job Mm -hmm. and I mm, 
I must have been 27, 28. I went into a depression and I had panic attacks and I looked at my life and I didn't like what I see, what I saw. And um, so I decided that my dream was to be a published author. And I had started a story, but I never had the time to write it and finish it. But when I went into that depression and when I was getting better, I finished that story and decided also to pursue copywriting, which was is one of the other things that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is writing what got you through the depression? Yes. Creativity. Yes. Creativity in mm-hmm. all. Is there anything else that you did or was that it? Mm, well, when it comes to getting out of depression, you have to do a lot of things. You have to uh, sort of like speak to therapists, um, spend time with your friends, uh, exercise, sleep well, eat healthy. It's a big journey. Yeah, it's a whole life change, Mm -hmm. right? Or for some people, yeah. Yeah. I can definitely relate with that because I've gotten depressed many times and I found that I was in school when I started to I've always written so going back to as a child I've always written but I was like Mm -hmm. you said kind of more for fun or didn't realize I could have it as a job or Mm. work towards having it as a career and I was in college you know doing what I felt like I had to do get a degree but I was not happy with what I was studying and I didn't know what I wanted to do and then writing I just started writing and that's just what sparked my creativity and that has really mm-hmm. helped me through it and now I mean I'm past the depression yeah. but of course I did other things too I exercise mm-hmm. eat well I went to therapy um but writing was definitely a huge help yes I think that um for me writing is also a way of processing things so if I've been through let's say heartache I write about the situation and then I sort of let it go in a way. Yeah. After after written it. It helps me process what happened, what did I do, what did the other person do, and then sort of lets it go. Yeah, I do that too. And I find it also helps it kind of like opens a door so you can see it from a different perspective. Like you get all that anger and sadness Uh and just all that ex like that the outer shell out Mm -hmm. and then you're like okay I can see I can look at this situation from a different perspective and find out like what was the gift of this this relationship Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. that um yeah it's a bit like you're stepping out of yourself as well that you're looking at yourself from the outside and that can be quite good sometimes yeah I agree so how long did it take you to write Mr. Pink Hmm. I think I, it took me six months, I think. And why it didn't take so long was because one of my friends um, read it chapter by chapter. So I had this drive to write so she could have a new chapter to read. So it was really good for me to have this sort of like, I have to write so she has something to read. Where's the next chapter? Wow, that is an amazing motivation. I would never have mm-hmm. thought of that. And mm. six months is really fast. Mm. Like, but I I was in a um, great flow, you could say. Yeah, and that's really nice. And you never lost it. 
No, not it. It surprisingly went very smoothly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you find it really therapeutic writing this book? Yes, it was. It was a fun experience, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this your first book that you've written? Uh, it's the first published one. I have a um, finished manuscript, which I call The Executioner. It's about a mass murder in London, but that was in the shelf. I've also mm-hmm. written um, some short stories um, that are about sort of me and my godchildren in England. Mm-hmm. And I call it a fairy godfather. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in um, um, the car as well. That's where I get my ideas. And I was thinking about Cinderella. And she has a fairy godmother. And I started thinking, well, I'm the fairy godfather. Because mm-hmm. I am a godfather and I am a fairy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I did eight short stories about the three grandchildren, myself as a real life fairy with the wings and everything, and their dog. And I've sent them to a literary agency in New York that Mm -hmm. focuses on children's stories. And we'll see what happens. Yay, that's so exciting. Uh, If you, when we go back to an Instagram, you can send me your email and I can send you the short stories so you can read them. Yeah, I would love that. I would really love that. How long did it um, it take you to find a publisher and a literary agent for Mr. Pink? I, what could it be? From six to 12 months. Wow, okay. Did you send um, a lot of Curie letters to different agencies? Yeah, agents and publishers and yada, yada, yada. So why don't you use the same person that you're using for this book for the fairy godfather? Because, well, it's just a feeling. And uh, and because the one in New York, that agency is particularly for children's literature. Okay. And I want, not just with the children's book, also with Mr. Pink, I want to break it big in the U.S., Mm-hmm. Because you're such a huge market. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that, that the fact that you can use different literary agents for different mm-hmm. kinds of books that you write. Yes. And I also think that since Mr. Pink is very sexual, mm-hmm. I think that I have to publish the children's stories under a pseudonym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what other projects are you working on now, now that you have Mr. Pink finished and now you're doing The Godfather? I finished a book in, about marketing. It's for high school students. Oh. So that's going to be published in 2021. Yay, that's exciting. So it basically gives information about yeah. marketing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then I have another project. I'm, what could you say? Let's say I'm 40% in it, 40% uh, finished. It's a project I call Reflections of Time. Mm-hmm. And I got this idea when I was sitting at the train station in Folkestone waiting for a train to go to London. And um, I was reading an article 
and uh, I got an idea. I told it to my female friend who read Mr. Pink, and she said she liked it. And this, I told her on a Monday. I wrote the first chapter the Monday evening, uh, let's say seven or eight pages, mm-hmm. and just gave her the day, the next day. And she's like, wow. So that's a project. It's sort of a bit secret at the moment, but it's <laughs> over reflections of time. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so exciting. And Mr. Pink is also getting a continuation. Mm-hmm. I started writing Mr. Pink, which is number two, and it's going to be called Mr. Pink Retribution. And then if everything goes according to plan, there's also going to be a third one. So it's going to be a trilogy. Oh, wow. And so you said at the beginning, uh, what is the work that you do? I, so I'm a writer. I'm a copywriter. Yes. And right. I, okay. also work, I also work with young entrepreneurship, which is with high school kids. It's an American idea, actually. And it was brought to Sweden by two guys who went to college in the U.S. And they liked the idea and brought it over to Sweden. I think that was in the end of the 1980s. And it's grown. So you teach them how to write a business plan, uh, you know, brainstorming, everything. Wow, that's amazing. Also very creative. Yeah. And so you enjoy that job? Yes, I do. Yeah. Do you ever hope to just be a full-time book writer? Hell to the yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be very mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alrighty. So how can people find your book? Well, they can find it through my webpage, which is mrpinkbook.com. You can find it on Amazon and uh, all these basically book pages. I I Googled the book myself um, yesterday and I saw that you could find it in Canada. You could find it on an Australian web page. But the easiest way is to go into mrpinkbook.com and then you find my publisher and the link to the Amazon page. Okay, that's awesome. And do you have any advice for writers? Don't give up. Don't give up. I like that advice. And uh, continue writing. Yeah. And also read read as much as you can because that was something that I took to heart uh, when I listened to Toni Morrison once she was in Sweden um, accepting the Nobel Prize in Literature and they Mm -hmm. usually have a televised interview with all the Nobel Prize winners and Toni Morrison said if you want to be a writer you have to read and read as much as possible and read different kinds of stories. So read horror, read comedies, read drama, but read. Absolutely. I completely agree with that because I'm realizing as I'm writing that I use the same vocabulary, like the only vocabulary I know. And then when I'm reading your book, I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's so many other words I could be using. So yeah, absolutely. Definitely read. Where can people find you? Um, well, if you you can find me on my webpage, mrpinkbook.com. You can also find me on Instagram. 
and on Facebook. It's also Mr. Pink Book. Mr. Pink Book. Alrighty. Awesome. I'm so happy that you are on my podcast today. Is there anything else? Thank you very much. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to say? No, I was um, so happy that when you contacted me because it was such a brilliant feeling knowing that a person on the other side of the Atlantic was reading my book and liking it. So it made my day when I read your message. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. And it's great. I definitely encourage people to read your book. It is awesome. I love it. I'm only a quarter of the way through, but um, I'm really enjoying it. Okay. Very nice. Well, have a wonderful day. And you too. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with Janessa Staples. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your friends and family. And it is extremely helpful if you could give me a review. It helps others find my podcast and it helps me and the podcast evolve. Thank you so much. Until next time.